0: Hi again, everybody. I'm Dan Horde, and thanks for downloading the Bengals Booth podcast, the How Long Till Tomorrow edition. And thank you, Bengals fan John Legend, for the song as we get set for Super Bowl 56 between the Bengals and Rams. Coming up, my conversation with Bengals president Mike Brown on the impact of Joe Burrow, the excitement level of Bengals fans, and the possibility of hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. Then, we'll spend a few minutes with the great Kevin Harlan, who will broadcast the Super Bowl on radio for the 12th consecutive year for Westwood One. The Bengals Booth podcast is presented by Ultimate Bengals, the free-to-play next-level fantasy football game. Download it now from the App Store and Google Play. And by On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL. Visit onlocationexp.com for exclusive access to the biggest events in the NFL, including the Super Bowl. Here's a quick reminder that you can have the latest edition of this podcast delivered right to your phone, tablet, or computer by subscribing, wherever you get your podcasts. It's the greatest thing since... kids dressing like Joe Burrow. I can't get enough of the pictures on social media of little kids, in some cases infants, Wearing rose-colored Cartier knockoff sunglasses or black turtlenecks with homemade JB9 fake diamond necklaces. Chad Johnson helped make Cincinnati cool in the early 2000s, and Joey Franchise has certainly done it again. He has the effortless cool of Joe Namath, but let's hope he doesn't do any ads for pantyhose. Look it up, kids. Now, let's get to my guests, beginning with Bengals President Mike Brown. Mike prefers to stay in the background and allow the attention to go to his coaches and players, but he was kind enough to visit with me before the Bengals traveled to Los Angeles. Mike, football has been your life, personally and professionally. Can you articulate what this Super Bowl trip means to
1: you? Well, it's very satisfying. Uh, Our team came together and uh, we've had a string of amazingly close games. They were exciting. Uh, we prevailed in uh, four of them, really, to get to this point. Twice against Kansas City, the first one here, and we had to win that one to win the division and get into the playoffs. I- I'm just uh, as pleased as it's possible to be. If you're in my position, this is what your goal is in life, and here we are. Uh, we have a chance to win the big one and. That would be great if we could pull it off, but it's an exciting time for me and for all the people here with the Bengals. At what point did you think that
0: this team could be a contender?
1: Well, Joe Burrow makes you think you can win any game that you go into, and we have... uh, Amazing uh, wideouts. Uh, we've got three guys that are just tremendous. That gives us a, a live offense. These days in the NFL, the goal is to score 30 points or more. That's what you need to win. Uh, it, it can, you can even lose at that figure. But uh, if you can get there uh, with enough defense to go with it, uh, you'll uh, prevail. And uh, we didn't always get there. We didn't always prevail. But as we went along, our confidence built because you could see we could play with anybody. And then we got to the point where we were winning these close games, and here we are. Uh, we'll see what happens next. But this is a good group of players, a good group of people, and I, uh, I look forward to see. Uh, to, uh, what what uh, happens out in L.A.
0: Mike, when your father's Cleveland Browns were winning championships, his quarterback was Otto Graham, the Tom Brady of his era, winning seven championships. Does Joe Burrow remind you of
1: Otto Graham in any way? They uh, compete. Uh, they just uh, uh, perform best when the pressure is greatest. And I remember having utter confidence in Otto Graham that somehow some way he would get us where we needed to go and the same is true with uh, Joe. Uh, Joe finds the way and uh, the players believe in him here just as the old Browns players believed in Otto. They thought uh, Uh, that they were going to do it. They had confidence, and Otto was the one that instilled that just as Joe does with our guys these days. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Jerry Maguire,
0: but there's a cheesy line in it where the female character says to Tom Cruise, the sports agent, you had me at hello. When you met with Joe Burrow at the NFL Scouting Combine, did he have you at hello? He
1: he was... um, Focused, And uh, he wasn't uh, very interested in small talk. <laughs> uh, Zach uh, did some football discussion with him then and uh, at another time as well, I think. And uh, you, you uh, perked up when you saw him and how he conducted himself. He has an uh, air about him that uh, calls for respect. When he came here, he uh, earned that. Uh, Everyone believes in him here. That's uh, what you want from your quarterback. After clinching
0: the AFC North, Zach Taylor gave you and your wife Nancy a game ball and said if he was working for a different owner, he probably would not have had a third
1: year as the head coach.
0: What did you see that gave you confidence that Zach
1: ultimately would be successful? he's organized Uh, he's a good person he's knowledgeable about football Uh, he was young and uh, went through some things but quite honestly uh, we were injured the year with Joe and the team was injured and uh, that was what uh, set us back more than anything but you could see the basic structure was what I hoped for he he uh, knows the passing game and that's where the nfl is these days and he teams well with joe they both believe in each other i uh never thought that uh there was any question that he was capable of doing this so it's off to super bowl
0: 56 in los angeles do you typically attend yeah. the super bowl
1: i used to uh i'm old now and uh so i don't. Uh, I have, uh, in recent years, had uh, get-together with a group of friends, and uh, we sit and watch and have a nice time at home here. Katie has taken over. She goes to the Super Bowl. Uh, I've seen that uh, shtick, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, quite amazing. Uh, it's fun, but uh, I've done it enough times that... Uh, I'm ready to hand it off to Katie.
0: I covered a Super Bowl years ago where Marv Levy, the Buffalo Bills coach, refused to pose for a picture with the Lombardi Trophy before the game. He thought it was bad luck. Have you ever held the Lombardi Trophy? No. (laughs) Have you dreamed of that moment where the commissioner hands you the Lombardi Trophy after a Bengals Super
1: Bowl win? Oh, uh I don't dream of such things. Uh, 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 Yes, I know that's what you would like to have happen, but uh, I I don't have uh, night thoughts along those
0: lines. (laughs) I didn't live here in 1981 or 1988, but Dave Lapham has described for me what the city was like when the Bengals were going to those two Super Bowls. What has it meant to you to see the city of Cincinnati and this area get so excited about this team
1: this is a wonderful moment for me uh, what our goal is beyond winning on the field uh, that's how you get to the next goal which is to excite the city and get our supporters feeling uh, happy about how it's going enjoying it getting involved in the ways they do that for me is a real treat i uh, uh and enjoying that part of it as much as anything. Tyler
0: Boyd recently described how much he appreciates you attending every practice, regardless of the weather, regardless of the circumstances, you are always there. And he went on to say he enjoys going over and, as he put it, chopping it up with you, having brief conversations with you. What do those interactions with the players mean to you?
1: Well, as I've gotten older, I know our players uh, less well. I watch them. Tyler's one I still get to talk to occasionally, and I appreciate the fact that he comes over and uh, treats me as a buddy, if you will, <laughs> for a moment or two. Uh, it's fun. And uh, once upon a time, I knew all the guys. I had, I signed them all. I, every year I, I did that, and uh, they were on a uh, first-name basis with me from those days. These days, uh, a lot of them want to call me Mr. Brown, and uh, uh, that puts me on notice of (laughs) where I am in life. But it's fun to watch them. I I, uh, have uh, nothing that I would prefer to do more than sit and watch the team practice. They're remarkable athletes. I uh, enjoy the passing game. I enjoy watching the uh, uh, offensive line and the defensive line when they get together. It uh, Oh, it's just uh, for me what uh, is the thing I like to do uh, best. Some people rather play golf. Some people rather uh, collect stamps. I don't know. This for me is all that and more and, and it's what I want to do and I'm lucky to have it. You'd rather be on a golf cart next to the practice field
0: than on a beach in Acapulco.
1: Well, I'd rather be uh, out with the players. Uh, I, I would. Uh, I, I don't have anything, any uh, desire in be to be in Acapulco. <laughs> <I believe laughs> <me. laughs> I'm very happy with uh, what my lot is. I feel fortunate. And uh, the weather is the weather. I, I just accept that part of it. It... Uh, Uh, in some ways makes it more interesting because it presents challenges and that's sort of fun to see how that can be handled.
0: The NFL is big business, but it remains family business in Cincinnati. You are experiencing this with your son, your daughter, your son-in-law, two of your granddaughters. Does that add to how meaningful this whole experience is?
1: Oh, it was my goal uh, to be able to do this. Uh, My father did it. Uh, I've been involved with this uh, as uh, his uh, assistant and then uh, really for a while with him in his older days I I had a big role in it really that wasn't recognized outside of here and now it's gone to where uh, I ran it to where now I am passing it on to uh, Katie and Paul and Troy and the girls uh, Elizabeth and Caroline uh, they're smart they work hard they like it and um, it's to the point now where uh, I have to learn to shut up more
0: <laughs> what do you think your father would think of the 2021 Cincinnati Bengals
1: he would have liked this team uh, this was his kind of team and we're uh, wide open uh, we get uh, uh some remarkable plays on offense Uh, we have a defense that is solid we have a lot of pieces Uh, maybe we won't prevail every time out but believe me uh, they'll know they had to go and and, uh, this team can play with anybody
0: this was his dream 54 years ago when he brought professional football to Cincinnati for the Bengals to be Super Bowl champions is that part of the motivation for you to realize his vision
1: Honestly, uh, I don't think of it in those terms. I think of it uh, as to what it means for the people here. Uh, That's what pleases me. Uh, I I enjoy seeing them uh, celebrate and have fun. One of the things that was just uh, first rate for me after the game in Kansas City where we won The way we did, I was out in the parking lot on the bus. I I go with the players on the bus, and uh, I'm sitting there watching, and they're interacting with their families and their children. And for me, that was about as good a time as uh, I could have. I I didn't do anything except watch. To see them feeling good about themselves and how it had gone, that was uh, what made me
0: happy. Well, I share your happiness over the excitement of Bengals fans, but I'm really happy for you. And I truly hope that we all get to see you holding that Lombardi trophy after a Bengals Super Bowl win over the Rams. Thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on this great season. Best of luck on Super Bowl Sunday. Thanks, Dan. The Bengals Booth Podcast is presented by Ultimate Bengals, the free-to-play fantasy football game. This year, Ultimate Bengals awarded a weekly winner during the course of the season with tickets, autographed merchandise, and money-can't-buy experiences all up for grabs. Find Ultimate Bengals in the App Store and Google Play. And by On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL. Visit onlocationexp.com for exclusive access to the biggest events, including the Super Bowl. My sportscasting hero was a guy named Van Miller. He was the voice of the Buffalo Bills for more than 40 years and in 2004 became the first local play-by-play announcer to be honored by the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I've always considered Van to be the greatest football announcer on the radio of all time, but now I think two people share that title, Van Miller and Kevin Harlan. Harlan will call the Super Bowl on the radio for Westwood One for the 12th consecutive year, And he joined Dave Lapham and me for a few minutes on Friday's Bengals Pep Rally Show.
2: And Dave, good to be on with you guys. How fun is this? is terrific for your city and for the team and for you two guys in particular who I know and respect so much. I'm so happy for you. And uh, the weather's great. I think Sunday's going to be a great day as well. And I'm anxious to watch that one unfold.
1: So Kevin, you had the Bengals multiple times during the season. How surprised are you that they're in Super Bowl 56?
2: Well, you know, I kind of saw them at their best and their worst. I saw them, uh, you know, win on the road in the division and look commanding doing it. And then I saw them in New York against the Jets. (laughs) And uh, Trent Green and I had that game. And that's when that first time starter had 400 plus through the air. And the Bengals, I think going into that game, if I'm not mistaken were the number one team in the AFC. They were like five and two. Does that sound about right? And they were number one in the AFC. And we came on that day talking about, you know, can they handle success? And as it turns out, you know, here they are. But you can't help but think that games like that, the way it turned out, and the responsibility of being in the position of being the hunted and not the hunter, and they were being the hunted even then, you know, has helped shape them and made them the team they are right now. It's never perfect. There are always flaws, but that season told the story. And the team grew, I think, from that loss. They won, you know, from that point on, and they really collected themselves, and certainly the rest is history, not the least of which was the big win at Arrowhead a couple weeks ago. So I I always think that all the things we go through as people and teams always builds to what we become in those those days, as, as tough as they were at times have made the Bengals what they are right now. And my God, are they a good team? Holy, they, they are right now. They were my dark horse from the beginning of the 14 teams in, uh, because we saw them five times on CBS. I thought I watched their defense. I knew how they played. I saw the quarterback. I knew how he played. We saw the three elite receivers in the thousand yard back. And we saw the, 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 developing offensive line and the continuity that was being, you know, traced game by game. So, We knew the story. I think they've kind of sprung themselves by surprise in the rest of the country, but not us. Uh, We knew, we saw, and we've enjoyed it. And I'm thrilled that they're here.
0: Our guest is Kevin Harlan. He will call the Super Bowl for Westwood One with former Super Bowl winning quarterback. And uh, this is a tremendous quarterback matchup. Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford, very different stages of their career. Uh, How big a part of the storyline is that, in your opinion, Kevin?
2: I I think Joe is the singular story uh headline. I, I, I think that that uh, to me, I mean, you could look at 18,000 different things we could start talking about, you know the matchup of Ramsey and whoever he covers and handling Aaron Donald or or you know all these different things. well the secondary hold against the passing of Stafford and can they corral Cooper Cup. But to me, if you're going to pick one and that's kind of what we're all been asked here the last couple of days, To me, it will be Joe's escapability. Uh, His ability to run an arrowhead against the Chiefs, I thought, was monumental. And I thought that, um, you know, with with the rush that he's going to get, and it will be fierce all day long, and for the offensive line, which is still in developing stages and and still trying to get its footing, although allowed only one sack against the Chiefs, um, that is going to be the battle. Will he have enough time? to let the receivers run their routes. And if he doesn't, is he able to escape and buy more time? And if he has more time, can he complete the throw or does he have to do it with his own running ability? And I think he can do all of it. I think he can run when he wants. I think he can throw when he wants. He's so smart in the, and the, 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 the intangible it, right? from a, from a distance is to watch his leadership and his calm. Because I think that, really, uh, you know, puts the hand on the rudder for the team. I think they react the way he reacts, and his look and his demeanor is everything for that ball club.
0: Our thanks to Kevin Harlan, and that's going to do it for this episode of the Bengals Booth Podcast, brought to you by Ultimate Bengals, the free-to-play next-level fantasy football game, and by On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL.